Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily featuring some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We were joined by Ramesh Ranganathan. Yes. Who was on very good form today. found time, to be honest. Yeah, man, he's busy. He covered all the ground, talked a bit of Arsenal. Um, we had the yeah. We found out more about the Kings Lynn Burpa. If you missed the show yesterday, all will be revealed. We found out everything about him. We did. Chapter and verse. Th- we got a three, name. Th- three numbers on the back of his card. For a name. Uh, we also uh, had a bit of a chat. We did. And we always. had a birthday spread yeah. that suffered a little bit from uh, a few Andy technological problems. Yeah. So what's new? <laughs> so anyway, here it all is. Has anyone seen? Oh, yes, sorry. Sir Francis Drake, Trevor Francis, Sharon Davis, Josh Widdicombe, Sir John Hawkins, the terrible slave trader, Tommy Tynan. Uh, this is because you drew one all with Plymouth Argyle. Yeah, is it? they'll have been gutted. Jason will be charging you oh, for that. Oh, they'll have been gutted about that, won't they? Yeah. Absolutely gutted. The big championship side taking on lowly non league minnows, Torquay United, and could only manage. A one all. How many trialists did you have in action? Only one. Trialist A. Well, trialist A was uh, trialist J turned out for um, Dulwich Hamlet. Well, Paul. I'll, I'll give you one. What about this? If I can find the details of this, this came from uh, our old mate Jez Wyke, uh, talk sport listener, of course, oh, yeah. regular listener of the show. Thank you, Jez. Um, Forest Green Rovers uh, played last night against the Everton Academy. Let me give you the team. The team. Oh yeah. Let me give you the team. Give me the team. Uh, trialist A, Trialist B, Mackenzie. <laughs> trialist C, Trialist D, Bennett. Trialist E, Bell, Carter. Trialist F, Trialist G. Wow. The thing is, everybody on the bench <laughs> has got a name. <laughs> no trialists on the bench. Wow. Uh, team is full of players that Blackburn, Merritt, uh, Sullet, who else is on the bench? Ismail, yeah. Bonnick, they're all there on Thompson, Aldridge, all on the bench. Team full of trialists. Busy time of the, of the trialist family, isn't it? Have Good you ever been a trialist? Talk yeah, sport listeners. Let us know if you've yeah, ever been a trialist. Trials, yeah. And who did you see as a trialist yes. that went on to have a good career? Love Told that, you yeah. when we were at Farnborough, Wildston the other day. Uh, what was he again, John? Trialist was he? What was he? What number? Trialist, trialist C. Was trialist oh, yeah. D. Oh, and we said he came on. Good feet for a big man. Yeah. Scored two goals, and you immediately yeah. thought, well, he's not going to be a trialist for much yeah. longer. Easy preseason, though, isn't it? Easy peasy. Yeah. So anyway, if you've seen the trialist, you've gone on to make it, or if you've been one, even yeah, better. Talksport.com. Text 1889 tweet TS. 
H and J. Um, yes, now, uh, a few weeks back, around the time of the US Open, um, I, I, can't, I think it was um, our old mate Bruce Millington does a little racing post. They do a golf podcast. Oh, yeah. And I'd seen a clip of it. And uh, he was talking about some unlikely people that could go out and win the US Open. And a name came up, Davis Riley. Oh. And I thought, you know, it's interesting. These guys know their stuff. Bruce and the guys know their stuff. Is it Steve Palmer? I think they've got their noses stuff. And uh, when it comes to golf, yeah. So I thought, you know, yeah, just you know, he's very long odds. But you know, I think I'd a pound each one. Okay. Just a bit of fun. Well, it's a tough just bet. Just a bit of fun. golf, isn't it? Yeah. Davis Riley. And then I thought, well, I wonder where he is in the field. So I kept looking him up and couldn't see him. I thought, you know, maybe he'd not turned up <laughs> through lack of interest. But then I realised I'd actually had uh, Flutter on this Open. Ah. So he wasn't in the, the US British Open. He didn't make it. He's, yeah, he's, in, he's in the Open. But he's in the field, is he? He's made it? Well, after a fashion, there are, it's 102 players currently out there. Um, and he's currently uh, tied 95th on five over. Mm. So uh, through 13. I think you might have done your so he's having two a quid proper there, Western, uh, I'm afraid. <laughs> um, so, yeah, good old Davis Riley. So yeah. that... Because yeah. sometimes you think, I've had a flutter by mistake. And so... Uh, almost yeah. certainly that's going to come off for me. Oh, I've done that in the And Davis Riley's yeah. going to be in the top six or seven, whatever the book he's playing out on, and I'm going to make a couple of quid. Because yeah. um, he was like 300 to one for this. So um, anyway, absolute disaster. Have you had a flutter on the wrong thing? Beautiful. I'll keep an eye on Davis Riley. Who knows? He might suddenly turn... Oh, he's six over now through 14. Uh, it's not going <laughs> Dropping well. a shot at hole, isn't he? <laughs> Mate, I hope you haven't got any plans for the weekend. Babber O'Reilly. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Isn't it? There we are. That's what uh, it so is. do let us know. Flutters by mistake. Talksport.com. Text nice. 1089. Tweet TSH and J. 03717223344. Yes. Uh, we were talking earlier about hooky shirts as well, Paul, weren't we? Yeah. Which we don't, we don't no, say we don't is con- a good idea. I'll tell you what came up. I tell you, Charlie bought the shirt last night. I bought the uh, away shirt. The away yeah. shirt. And I said, lot, I'll tell you what. Just, I prefer nothing else. There's a lot of really bad football shirts this year. Yeah, you really, think so? I think there's a lot of bad. Unless I'm just behind the times you on think fashion. The designers are bored. I think there's a lot of the. What have you seen? The Watford one. It's dreadful. Yeah. That Arsenal away. I mean, when you're it's dealing when you're dealing with like a, fundamentally a, a white shirt, or a red shirt, or a blue, you must just sit down. If you're in the design department of uh, you know Nike or Adidas yeah. or whatever. You're thinking to yourself, yeah, we can't just do that. Even, you know, I'm, but that's well, all fans want. They I know, just exactly. want a classic shirt. But they're saying, you know, what do we do? Can we, we just check? Can we change the colour? What, what should we put a kind of stripe of orange on the sleeve? The, have you seen the Celtic shirt? I mean, it's really difficult yeah. to mess up absolutely one of the all-time classic great shirts which is the Celtic shirt yeah. the Celtic shirt this it's not, year it's not is... blue is it <laughs> <laughs> what about that it's a stinker Paul what about going in and making it blue <laughs> blue we've come and this is what we've come up with yeah Bonk. this is this is the is that what's that's not even the away shirt no that's the home shirt you can't, well, you can't wear it bloke's last stripes. day the bloke's last day and he's he's a Rangers fan <laughs> yeah, imagine that smell there it is your shirt well it's too late now we've made 20 million of them. <laughs> anyway, there's yeah, a lot that, of shocking shirts. Anyway, we were talking about hooky shirts. Well, well if you've yeah, ever had we, a hooky shirt, we don't condone them. But no. sometimes people do go away on holiday. Yeah. I mean, if you've only got to walk along the Ramblas in Barcelona, <laughs> and uh, there's some real quality Barcelona shirts there, of course. Um, all my son's football tournaments when he was a kid, mm. there used to be a van turned up, yeah. and it would open and open up the back, and it was all like Barcelona Real Madrid shirts for like a fiver. You get a lot of spelling mistakes on them, though. <laughs> yeah. Have you noticed that? So anyway, <laughs> yeah. let's have some great hooky shirts, yes, please. please.
Um, yes, my uh, good mate son Brad Ash has oh, joined yeah, talking. He's going to be good. He's going to fire you to glory, he mate. Is. He absolutely he scored the other night. Be Plymouth. He looks right. good. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, we are looking for uh, all sorts of things uh, this afternoon. Trialist stories. We oh, wanted. Yeah. We wanted Paul and uh, just, just to go back to um, uh, Davis Riley, Mavis Riley. We had that mm. coming. Yeah, this is my accidental uh, uh, flutter on on yeah. Davis Riley. Which I think turned this... into Mavis Riley. Of yes, course, you know yeah. uh, Stephen Chesham's got his two quid on Ernie Elsie Tanner. Oh, uh, so, so do you want Coronation you know, Street? I was thinking soap star golfers, I was thinking. Okay. Well, soap you, character golfers. If we you were, must. Uh, the characters or the actors? Uh, either. Either, either. Either, neither, neither. Okay, fair enough. Let's call the whole thing off. Let's do that. Uh, Talksport.com, text 1889, tweet TSH&J. Uh, trialist, uh, uh, Son had a trial at Portsmouth as an academy player. He was oh. trialist five or whatever. Yeah. Was rejected by Pompey, says oh, no. uh, Harry in Portsmouth. So there we are. Oh. Who knew? I didn't know that. Uh, so, yeah, trialist tales after uh, Forrest Green put out effectively a team of trialists last night. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, you do really need to see that uh, four that Zach Crawley got a few balls back. <laughs> he gets a really chunky inside edge. He just misses the stumps. Carey can't quite reach it because it, it, he's having to adjust his feet too quickly. And it goes for four. It's the classic. Especially as we've been saying all morning, that Crawley just gets out in the 40s. That's just <laughs> his absolute classic thing to do. Oh, there we are. There's his 50. Paul. I don't know if I'm allowed to commentate on that. He's just got his 50s. It's good. Well done. Well done. Yeah, it's about him well, well so Well done, far. Zach. I take it all back. But it was a kind of ball where the bowl always goes and says, can I have your lottery numbers, yeah, exactly, mate? Yeah, Definitely. exactly. Anyway, yeah. we're going to chat now the busiest man in show business. Oh, lovely. He's got a book out. He's going on tour. Yeah. And from what we read today, he's got two TV shows on. <laughs> yeah, he's lovely as well. In he's the office. really nice as well with it, Paul. It's a nightmare. He is comedian uh, Ramesh Ranganathan. Hi, Ramesh. Hey, Rom. Hello, Paul. Hello, Charlie. How are you? Yeah, yeah we're good. good. We're good. Yeah, yeah. busy men. Um, what do you want to talk about first? Your I mean, book, your tour, yeah, your TV show. It's Which up one? to you. What do you fancy? Um, I think, should we start with the crippling imposter syndrome that leads me to do all these things? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe let's start with a book. Little yes. Bit. Well, yeah, it's a children's book. Yeah. Uh, talk Sport Heartland, this is, I'll tell you. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and you're going to sell a lot. Yeah. And, I, you know, I'm fully aware that people are saying, Listen, celebs need to get into children's books more. And <laughs> I, I'm just happy to make that demand. You know what I mean? But um, no, I had the idea for this book. It's about this kid that's like really into baking and then decides he wants to become a rapper. And so it's kind of him trying to make it as a rapper and but also deal with the fact that he's associated with um, with being a baker, basically. So uh, it's, listen... I don't know if I've told you this, but Charlie knows this. I didn't want to be a comedian. I mm. wanted to be a rapper, mm. you know, and, and I've just accepted this path. <laughs> um, but um, so, so this book is kind of like, it's sort of about, no, it's not about me at all, but it, it's kind of, uh, it, I, wrote, I wrote it about things I could relate to. You used to do freestyle rap, didn't you? You used to turn up yeah. and they'd give you a subject and you had to go at it. Is that right? Rap battles? Yeah, I used to do rap battles. I mean, to get, I mean, thanks for mentioning it, Charlie. But one of the things, <laughs> one of the things, uh, that I that, that's not often, well I've mentioned it is that the last rap battle I did that led to my retirement um it went so badly that my friends asked to leave separately <laughs> oh, no. so an album's not in the offing then that's not an no it's not I mean listen if I wanted to if I wanted to make a massive insult to the culture I love then yeah I could put that out, <laughs> but not in the immediate future what what sort of age group is the book aimed at Romish uh it's eight to twelve 
I so your kind of kids fit in that range, don't they? So um, have, have they read it? Did yeah. you use them as kind of guinea pigs? Read it. Well, I did. Um, the, the problem is, is that my children have got very little interest in anything I do. Uh, yeah. So you have to overcome that kind of initial hurdle. Hmm. But um, I did try out, um, I did sort of, I asked them to read the first chapter. And then hmm. every now and again, if there's something I wasn't sure about, I'd ask them to have a look at it. But what I noticed was, and I don't know if this is an indictment of the book or just an indictment of me as a father, but they started avoiding me uh, as I was writing the book uh, and sort of not being as willing to give feedback as I had been earlier. So um, I think they just got fed up with it. But they they Finishing their breakfast quickly, not not making eye contact. No, exactly, yeah, yeah. I just like you were eavesdropping on their conversations with their friends with a notebook and writing words down that they (laughs) use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool phrases. Yeah, cool phrases. Yeah, Yeah, Dad's written Yeah, what's going going on, hip cats? (laughs) Daddy-o. You say that, right? Yeah. (laughs) That's Lil Muffin drops the mic. Can James go from star baker to rap superstar? And uh, that is out now in hardback. Yeah. Absolutely perfect for readers seven plus. Sounds great. Fantastic. Were you a, well, were, you, any, were you, you into your reading as a kid, Romish? Were you what were, did you were you into that kind of stuff? Did was there a book well, that you having loved? a having a complete lack of friends gives you a lot of reading time. So <laughs> I, I, I did I, I did do a lot of reading. I was kind of into. I remember like I let, I, read, I read a lot of Roald Dahl. Yeah. Um, so like Fantastic Mr. Fox and and all of that. I mean, I won't go through the whole. I love the twits and all oh, that. Yeah, I can't yeah. man, I could listen. Yeah. Um, but I did, um, I used to love reading all those. And then also the other thing is, is my kids, um, you know, r- looking at the books that they've, they've read, like they, um, they love Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Yeah. Um, or they did do. Um, but now they're into stuff that they won't talk to me about. But, um, but yeah, so um, I, I kind of, um, it, it's something I did a lot as a kid. And I remember like it, it being a really, you know, it, it was a nice part of my childhood just sitting down with a book. And I don't know how much children do it now. I know that we're constantly trying to encourage our kids to do it. But um, the truth is, this story kind of happened by accident. I, I had the idea while I was on holiday. Mm. And then, um, as often happens, whenever you're taking a break, you have an idea for a new thing or whatever. And then I kind of scribbled it down, like the beats of the story in the plane on the way home. And then, um, and then yeah, and then I had to write it, which was... That's the thing, you get excited by an idea and then they go, okay, go and do it. And then you think, oh, I've got to do it now, yeah. But it was fun. I used to like the, uh, as a kid, I used to like the uh, Choose Your Own Adventure books. Do you remember those? No. Did you ever read those, Ramesh? No. I did read loads of those, yeah. But then I always used to get really down on myself when I I did the wrong thing. Uh, I mean, or, you know? You've never seen them, Paul? It's like, like you are in the woods. Mm. Do you go left towards the bears? Or right towards the castle. Well, I'm, I'm not going you know, towards the bears. To page. What sort of idiot goes well, towards the bears? Is that the trick, though? Oh, okay, is that right. the that's trick? The pro- oh. that, do you know what, Paul? You, I can tell you've not read one. Because <laughs> what would happen is, <laughs> is if, you'd, if, you'd have, if you'd have gone towards the bears, you would have discovered that there were a friendly group of bears yeah. that feed and clothe you. If you'd have gone to the castle, you'd have discovered the castle's full of zombies that want to kill you. <laughs> yeah. And actually, they're the bears' worst enemy. So exactly. more fool you. Yeah, yeah that's, that's you should have warned them. I got it wrong. That's right. I would have free porridge I would have got. Um, so you're also touring, Romesh, and next year you've announced a pretty extensive tour, sort of sixth month Massive here on tour the road. Great, for. yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah, I'm on tour from January, so I start, I'm starting to warm it up and like do the. Um, I, I'm sort of almost just over halfway of writing it, writing it, and I go out on the road in January. Yeah, they, they, the, the tour went on sale a long time before the actual tour 
starts because mm. I think, if I'm being honest, there was a lack of faith in my ability to sell the, the, the rooms of that size without <laughs> a long lead time. Um, but what that what that also means is that you have to write the blurb for the tour before you've written even a minute of it. So, you know, what I would say to people is, you know, it's a, it's, it's a show of stand-up. Um, how closely I stick to the description in the <laughs> media blurb, we'll have to wait and see on mm. that. Yeah, that's that's pretty common. That for your last your last tour, the Cynics mixtape, um, is now on Netflix, isn't it? As the, but it's called the Cynic, isn't it? Is why did you have to drop the word mixtape? Because it, well, there was a long discussion about that actually, but um, they uh, they just felt like um, that came from Netflix actually. They oh. just kind of felt like basically when you're scrolling through. This is my under. By the way, I'm giving you a very rudimentary understanding of it. But when you're scrolling through. <laughs> mm-hmm. You, you make decisions very quickly about what you're watching, right? And what they were worried is, is that if they, somebody scrolled on something called the Cynics mixtape, they think it was a music thing. Oh. And so if you're looking for stand-up comedy, that's not, I mean, it doesn't matter that I'm stood handing, holding a microphone. I could be spitting a hot six exactly. yeah. you know, I've got, I've got <laughs> Which, as we know, you're a massive failure at. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. See, I'd, watch <laughs> I'd watch you rapping badly. Yeah. I'd go straight to Really that. failing at rap battles is something, I'd more interested in seeing that, if I'm honest. <laughs> I think that's what most of the views were, were people hoping I was reprising my career. Yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Tom Eshranga Nathan's with us. We've been chatting about his, uh, new children's book Lil Muffin drops the mic and indeed his tour next year Hustle um, and golf and cricket are amongst the things uh, Romish that you've done with your old mate Rob Beckett on uh, Rob and Romish mm. versus uh, sport it's been very sport heavy the, the series you've done over the years I mean you've trained with Usain Bolt as we said uh, KP and the NBA you've tried loads and loads of different things what was the most difficult of the sporting challenges can you remember um, well, I mean, the, the, the reason that we focus so much in sport is because uh, Rob and I are both so terrible at it. And the producers <laughs> have seen, obviously, a rich vein of sort of ongoing humiliation, uh, to be honest with you. Um, I found, um, I, I mean, the golf is something I could easily get into. Do, do you know what I mean? The, the, mm. the problem I've got with golf is that it, it, it takes so incredibly long yeah. uh, to do. Um, I, I can't really clear that amount of time away from home. But um, I think that the... Um, I found the cricket, even though I like cricket, hmm. I feel like um, actually getting any good at it, I, I found very, very difficult. When 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 um, KP was like, shoot, like firing balls at us, just the sort of, <laughs> the decision time hmm. to make a shot or what you're going to do, I found absolutely horrifying. Do, do, do you know what I mean? And yeah. then... And then we had the opportunity of Nasser Hussein was hitting balls up into the air for us to catch oh, yeah. in front of... Uh, in front of the Barmy Army, actually. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you, a lot of the stuff they said to us, I can't repeat on uh, family radio. But um, it, was a, it, was, it was a horrifying experience. It was absolutely horrible. You did a bit of commentary on Talk Sport during yeah, that one, didn't you, as part of the show? Yeah, that was... Uh, I would say I peaked early. Um, I was told that I commented on the first ball uh, very effectively, oh, okay. and then I was told that my commentary on the second ball was like I was watching a different game. So <laughs> it was a, it was a real roller coaster that short career. And uh, the new series is is out this week, isn't it? You're doing uh, you're with Penn and Teller. Oh yeah, a bit of money. Yeah, we started. So the first one came out last night. Mm. I think you can watch it on Catch Up now. But yeah, we did. So this series we're doing uh, magic, uh, crafts. Um, we're doing K-pop, and we're doing classical music. So for oh. the magic one, we went to Las Vegas. Wow, and um, we trained with Penn and Teller, and they taught us to do 
one of their old tricks. And we also did a bit of Las Vegas street magic, uh, wow. which was such an, honestly, if you ever get a chance, if you ever feel like taking a blowtorch to your self-esteem, <laughs> have a go at doing a little bit of street magic in Las Vegas. I thoroughly recommend it. I find magicians really annoying, if I'm honest. Do you? <laughs> they're, very, they're comedians. They're annoying comedians, people. Comedians really do find magicians annoying. I, I, yeah. I, I think so it's something annoying. about... Yeah, well, it's just because I think part of it is knowing that they're tricking you. Yeah. And and and, and, and you sort of feel a bit embarrassed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? When you sort of go, I, don't, I just don't know how you did it. And, yeah. you, and then you just sort of feel, it makes you look inward. Do you know what I mean? That, that's Want to see a trick? Want to see a trick? Want to see a trick? No. Yeah. <laughs> Pick a card. No. I don't want to. Okay, fair enough. So that's the magic circles blacklist we're on there. Is it? Yeah, have, you, have you ever bought your kids a magic set? Ah, don't ever oh, yeah. do that. That's a dreadful thing to I do. I would have buy one for they your kids, got, They haven't got a clue how to do it. Yeah. They're absolutely dreadful no. at it. They can't work do, it do you know, out. Yeah. Do you know the other problem, Charlie, is that they don't realise it's not magic. I know. They, so, yeah. so, you, so you buy them a magic set. And yeah. what they think is they're suddenly going to become Gandalf or something like that. So, but, like, you know, you're trying to move a ball from this thing to this. You go, how do you yeah. do it? And you go, it just goes through here underneath. You can seal it. And they go, yeah, yeah. but that's not magic. How do you actually do it magically? <laughs> well, how do you do it magically, mate, is yeah, you have yeah. to be born in another dimension yeah. because we don't have magic. All right, this is what the magic trick is. Happy right? Christmas. Yeah. Now, uh, <laughs> if you're not busy enough, we read the day that uh, you and Tom Davis are going to be doing Takeshi's Castle. Oh, now, lovely. is this a new series or is this revoicing some of the old classics? No, this is a, a, a new series. Wow. They brought it back. So wow. the Japanese series is back. And, uh, yeah, me and Tom, we've done it all, actually. Oh, okay. we've, um, we've, be, we've just done the voiceover. They, they did it because Tom and I do a podcast called The Wolf and Hour where we just kind of um, – we just talk – I mean, it's much like what you guys do, yeah. you talk aimlessly <laughs> and, and, and hope it's entertaining. Wow. Um, and, and they've kind of tried to, um, they try, tried to kind of recreate that atmosphere for the actual, for our, for our voiceover and commentary. So it was just us, to, me and Tom kind of as, as, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I'm not as big, Tom is a huge fan, to, mm, okay. I would say to worrying levels. Uh, I'm not, I'm not on that same level, but it's just us kind of uh, having a quick show. It is, uh, the narrative arc is as confusing as it's always been, I would yeah, say. Yeah. And the, the <laughs> rules are as completely arbitrary. I mean, uh, most of my commentary has been completely frustrated about how this is being handled. Logistically, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, uh, Health but, yeah, and safety was, issues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And also just mm. like three people don't make it through. But do you know what? We haven't got enough people gone through, so you're through. You get a magic stick. Well done. You're <laughs> through. Them, yeah. I mean, it's, it's absolutely Back crazy. To the magic set. They've let a six-year-old do the magic. When and where is that yeah. going out then? Is that, do you know? It's. I think it's. Um. The. I think it comes out end of August on Prime Video. Oh, okay. It, it's nice. nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, quick one on Arsenal before we let you go. Um. Nice, uh, friendly win. But from what I've been reading, um, the new boys play well. Havertz looked like he's going to be good and adaptable for you. They were, uh, during Timber, they said had a very good game. Mm. Um. Exciting times, isn't it? Uh, it is exciting times. I mean, I. I last season didn't think we were going to win the league, um, but I was very, uh, I was very happy at the the season that we had. Just in terms of it made my kids respect me a bit more. Do you know what I mean? Because I, you know, I've, I basically have forced them to be Arsenal fans. Yeah. And so last season they felt a bit of excitement, and um, you know, and and it feels like the club's moving in a. I'd look, it's an exciting, it's an exciting direction that the club's moving in. What I would say is everybody's improving. So, you know, mm. as as good as I feel about how Arsenal are doing and, and, you know, the signings are great, 
I think that, you know, any kind of, uh, I, I don't want to be falsely optimistic about this. I mean, look, I think we're going to be, I, I think that we're going to be there or thereabouts for for, for, for a bit of the season, but I, I think that everybody's looking like they're, they're stepping things up. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a shame for Crawley Town. To be honest, you know, you are the king of Crawley. <clears throat> yeah. And you've not turned up at Crawley Town and been new Rob McElhenney. Well, yeah, you know what? Ryan Reynolds. Uh, well, listen, listen, I, I'll, I'll give you this guarantee. And this is a talk, <clears throat> talk sport exclusive. Wow. If Little Muffin Drops a Mic becomes a movie franchise oh, yeah, and yeah. really takes off worldwide, I will take over Crawley Town Football. And we are. Wow. That's, yeah, that is my yeah, promise that to you. Breaking Anybody, anybody listening from Crawley today, you can take that to the bank. We can hold him to that. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Little Muffin Drops the Mic is the book. Hustle is the 2024 tour. Yeah. Uh, you've got uh, The Weakest Link coming out, I think, at some point. Right, Takeshi's yeah. Castle. Busy. You're coming round to take yeah. my wife out for dinner, I gotta think, at some busy. point. Got to keep busy. You know, you've got to do Still something. Still got in the wind, the cleaning round. She's <laughs> never let yeah. that go. So uh, that's the Yeah, important. but what I can. Can tell you what I can tell you is despite all the projects, self-esteem is reassuringly low. I can assure you of that. So don't, don't worry about that. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hawksby, Charlie Baker here on TalkSport. We were talking about trialists mm. uh, earlier on. It's that time of year where you go and see a pre-season game and there's a lot of trialists, A, trialists, B. Uh, Jez White told us about Forest Green Rovers who took on the Everton Academy last night. The team was trialist A, trialist B, McKenzie, trialist C, trialist D, Bennett, trialist E, Bell, Carter, trialist F, trialist G. <laughs> trialist um, J at Dulwich Hamlet the night. Yeah, that's unbelievable. I've never seen Trialist him before. Jay. Trialist J, a rare run out, a rare run out. Um, we wondered whether you have been a trialist. This comes from one of the listeners. I was a trialist for Fulham back in the day. Oh yeah, um, we played Margate. I, it was playing for Margate a preseason. I was given the number nine shirt, wearing the Fulham number three shirt and playing at left back was a young, confident lad called Malcolm McDonald. <laughs> whatever happened to him? I wonder. Yeah, but so that's you can amazing. See the stars on the way up. I bet that's amazing when you trial for someone and you see someone and you go, well. Oh got no chance here yeah <laughs> they turned right, yeah. up I've found my level <laughs> yeah fantastic Somebody. we can keep those coming a couple of soap com. golfers come in Paul 
Oh, so golf, is it? Phil Mitchelson. That's oh, nice. Okay. That's, that's nice, isn't that, it? That, Phil that Mitchelson. That this is, is after, very good. What was your... What was your um, what oh, was your uh, golfer Davis, called? Davis, Davis Riley. Riley. Mavis Riley. Davis Riley. Brookside Kepka. That's nice. We'll have that. That's, That's very nice. nice. Uh, Pauline Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler. You could just do Ricky Fowler. Yeah, you could. And uh, Nasty Nick Faldo. That's yeah. nice. Thank you, Jay. From Southampton. Thank you very much for those. Talksport.com. Text 1889. Tweet TSH&J. 0371722344. Um, spotting lots of the hooky shirts we were looking at oh, uh, yeah. as well this afternoon. Um, and we've got a couple of good ones on those to come. But Kingsland Town FC, uh, social media team during the game against Royston the other day, pre-season friendly. Uh, so amongst all the goal flashes and near misses and substitutions, suddenly tweeted this. Some guys just burped for a solid 10 seconds <laughs> and the sound radiated around the stadium. Grim. <laughs> Brackets nil two after 20 minutes. Well, who is the phantom burper of Kingsland Town? Yeah. Um, let's have a chat with uh, the social media team there. Travis uh, Wright is the head of media. Travis, hello. Hey, Travis. Hello, you right? Did yeah. you send that uh, tweet was out? Was that you? I did, yeah. Oh. Um, it was actually, uh, we, we had a team of two uh, on the social media on the uh, on the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was Aidan, um, our other social media guy, who was doing the um, tweets. And uh, I decided just to take the phone, uh, I'd, I'd take my phone and tweet out about the burp after I heard it because I thought, oh, I do really well. And I said to Aiden at the time, I think we should just tweet it and, and see how it does. And he thought I was joking. Um, I was not joking. And, uh, it, um, it started getting a lot of uh, likes. Yeah. And... Yeah. What I said, not the sort of did thing. Did you see think... who did it while the burp was happening? And did you see it had a big Diet Coke or something? That's what normally does it for me well, if I need to do a I... burp. Yeah, well, no, I, I understand by my sources um, that it was one of our fans called, he won't mind me saying this, it was a, a fan called Danny Suckling. Um, he was the, Suckling, he was the Danny bird. Suckling. Danny Suckling is the phantom burper of old Kings. Danny he sounds like it. Yeah, yeah that's Danny <laughs> Suckling. Did he do it? And he's one of our, he's one of our fantastic fans who, who makes long journeys quite a lot to, to away games. Yeah. And uh, I understand it was after a pint of Asahi as well. Oh, OK. So what a great... He might get a gig. He'd be flown out to Japan. I'm sure they'll... That's just the image they want in it. Asahi. <laughs> Exactly. They'll fly Hello, get... I'm Danny Sucklin, and I drink Asahi. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine there he's... Get, get him on an advert. They'll fly him out. Yeah, They'll exactly. fly him out to Tokyo. There it's he is. With want. an evening suit on, the King's Limb badge on it, doing a big loud burp. Asahi's one of wow. the smartest of was lagers. It, was it sound levels and long and, and the kind of longevity of it? I mean, 10 seconds, was he going for, for distance or, or, for pa- or for power, distance. do you think? I think it was distance, and I only say that because um, me and Aiden were sat on the main stand, mm. and on the other side is the dugout. Um, and uh, yesterday morning, I was messaging our sports therapist Lindsay, who sits in the dugout, mm. and all of the subs bench heard it and started talking about it at the, wow. at the time. So, I mean, it, it's got some pretty impressive power. Mm. I think he's going to get known for it. And he's going to start like people start a chant. You know, you see, have the people who start the chance. You know, every single game, if you go two nil up, three nil up, wanna come on, do come on, Danny, do one of your burps. I'm guessing. I think I found him on Facebook. <laughs> oh, um, okay. And I, honestly, it's central casting. Uh, ten second oh, burper. There he is. He's got a he's lager in front there. of him. Looks What's like he's on a stag do. 
Um, he's got a half a. I think he's got half a pint of Stella in front oh, of him. At least it's imagine. Nice. Yeah. He's, he looks like he's on a seafront somewhere. He's obviously that, actually it could be Yarmouth. Stella. He's, Dan, Danny Suckling. He drinks Asahi, Paul. Yeah. We all know that. Yeah, it's Asahi. Come on. <laughs> oh, I do apologise. That's like seeing a player who wears Adidas in Nike. No when he wears yeah. Asahi. That's Paul. true. We don't want to ruin the, any sort of commercial opportunities for him by suggesting he's got other pints. But uh, yeah, well, I mean, what a badge of honour for him. I'm sure people are listening today, and he may be. I mean. Did you win the game? I'm wondering whether Danny's uh, sort of um, little pocket of win could be a good luck yeah, charm nice, for you. Yeah. Well, we actually did win. We oh. were winning 2-0 at the time. I know it says 0-2, but the emojis correspond to the team. So, oh. obviously, ours is crowned because King's Lynn. Oh, yeah. um, so, we were winning 2-0 at the time, and we ended up winning 5-1. So, perhaps it was a good luck charm. Well, um, he's going to have to do it in the, the dressing room. Manager's going to have to get him in the dressing room before every game. Exactly. He's going to do a 10-second yeah. That's good. Get the gas on to him. Pint of Asahi as he walks into the changing room. If I know the Kings Lynn chairman, yeah. as I think I do, then I think he'll he'll take any opportunity he can to like make as much of this as he can. Do oh, you, honest, you think, think so? I think I'm talking about the right. Yes, I am talking well, about somebody that making a nod from the producer. Could court publicity potentially? No, is he? I think he's a he's a keen Kings Linian. Is that correct? I'm not sure. A linnet, linnet, a linnet. Come on, you linnets. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I, I only found out was because uh, it was a bird. Only, only a couple of months ago, I found out we're called the Linnets because there's a bird in our logo of the oh, Linnet. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have no idea. Sing like a burp like a Linnet. But be nice, wouldn't it, to have the Linnet there? And then all of a sudden, whoa. Yeah, that'd be a lovely right. way to do it, wouldn't it? Well, look, uh, Travis, um, I think we've, we've, I think we've got all we it. can out We've of rinsed it. it. We've wrung it dry. Um, so give our best to Danny. I hope he does get that Asahi contract. That would be that would be <laughs> the icing. Right. Keep us up to date. There. The icing on the cake. And um, how's the season? Were they in your league, uh, Charlie, before you were demoted? Or No, what thanks, league are you in you, these no, days, no, uh, National Travis? League, National League North, I um, think, isn't it, Travis? Yeah, we're in the National League North, and we played um, a step three team, I think they're Northern Prayer. No, they're not going to be Northern Prayer. They're, they're, they're a step three league side. Oh, so. okay. oh yeah, you lost your manager at the end of last season, didn't you, to Aldershot? That's what happened. Um, yeah, yeah, he resigned um, after Chorley uh, yeah. away. Great, we are. great knowledge, Charlie. Well, yeah, that's, well, the, them's the circles you mix in these well, days, you know, aren't they? I like the National League, Paul. I'm into it. You should check yeah. out my National League podcast, The National Obsession. Where actually, we have a Kings Lynn character called Lynn King. Oh, okay. Who uh, love? Come on, you linnets! That's her uh, catchphrase. What about that, yeah. <laughs> you'll have to work a burp in, won't you? She's Kingsley. She's Lynn King from LinkedIn. She loves Kingsley. Oh, okay. that's fantastic! <laughs> An old music. That's about, that. and that's about all the Where's character does. Come on, you linnets! Brilliant, uh, Travis. Good to talk to you. Thanks very much. Thank you so much. There Thanks we are. There's Travis right there from Kingsley Town yeah. FC, their head of media. Yeah. And so uh, it was Danny, wasn't that. it? Danny all along. Danny Suckling. Danny Suckling. Is the fan of Burper of old be, Kingsley I bet he does Town. it again. I bet he tries it again. He'll be sick, but uh, an away game. Yeah, but quite possibly. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Uh, dear Paul, about post Asahi burping. Oh, it's yes. About Danny Suckling, of course. Danny Suckling, Danny yeah. Suckling yeah. Danny's listening. Kingsley. I'm sure he's aware of the fact oh, he's been yeah. outed on national radio. But it sounds like there's going to be a badge of honour from what exactly. Travis said. This is yeah. Rocky in the Fens. Yeah. About post Asahi burping, I do believe that it was once de rigueur in Japan right. to burp audibly after culinary satisfaction no, so as to I'm... show one's contentment and sufficient consumption, as Simon Jordan would say. Yes. <laughs> Therefore, this Kings Lynn fan could be a man ahead of his tempura right ahead of his tempura yeah. cheers from Rocky in the fence I think it's, Danny one those, it's one of those fallacies he always used to be I mean people would sort of you know your old granddad of Burt may say 
Some countries, that's a compliment. <laughs> means I've enjoyed me dinner. I mean, it's the sort of thing your granddad said, wasn't it, really? Pat Butcher Cantley. Pat, uh, you asked Pat, for soap star. Pat, Patrick Cantley. Oh, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, Rory McElroy Cropper, says Chris <laughs> the Blue. Nice, I like that. That's, that's good. good. Well fun, done, Chris the Blue. That's very good. Uh, this is Baz, the MK Dons. Well, Baz in MK. I don't know if he's an MK Dons fan because I don't know if any of those actually exist. Um, back in the 90s, mm. I went with a few friends to La Caruna, Deportiva La Caruna, I'm assuming. We were right beside their training grounds and there was a youth competition with lots of top level teams we watched Atletico Madrid play some Latin American team there was one striker who was unbelievable we got his name not long after Jesus Gil the Atletico owner axed their youth team and that player ended up going to Real it was Raul. Raul. Wow, fantastic. There we I saw him when he was yeah. Uh, um, we, trialist A. This time of the year, you see a lot of trialists in games. If you're going along to pre-season friendlies, uh, and say Forest Green may have taken the biscuit last night with about seven or eight trialists mm. in there, but this comes from Simon. Played a trial game for Barnet in the late 90s after getting picked up from non-league. We played West Ham first team at Upton Park behind closed doors as West Ham wanted to see Marco Negri play in the first team as they were considering buying him from Rangers. Barnet beat a West Ham team that included Rio Ferdinand, Frank Lampard, Isle Berkovic, 3-2. <laughs> I scored one and set one up from the right oh, wing. Lovely. I guess the boys went putting their back into it, Simon. <laughs> I'm still waiting for a phone call to see if they fancy signing me. Oh. Well, they've got a few quid, haven't they, now, off the back of uh, yeah. Declan, the Declan Rice money. Um, uh, they better hurry up as I'm getting on a bit. I'm now 48, and in a few months, he said, I can't wait forever. Still but time. P.S. Negri was terrible. Simon says. There we are, still time. So very good, yeah. We're going to remember you. There was always, when you get a lot of money for a club, they say, what are we going to do with the Declan Rice yeah, money? Yeah. And then for years and years, in five years' time, you say, oh, yeah, remember him? We bought him with the Declan yeah, Rice money. The Gareth Bale we had money. The yeah, Gareth Bale yeah, money. It sounds like a John Grissom, doesn't it? But it's, uh, <laughs> what are West Ham going to do with the Declan Rice money? I don't money? know if this will take us anywhere, Paul. Um, I watched that Wham <clears throat> documentary the it's other brilliant, night. Isn't it? Absolutely brilliant. Fantastic. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. Um, and there's a bit in it when Andrew Ridgely goes, yeah, we went and chose our clothes and uh, we were choosing colours and I think, I can't remember what Andrew Ridgely chooses, but um, George Michael chooses yellow and he wears his yellow then for the, for the more or less, all his stage clothes in Wham yeah. are yellow. Mm. He's Talkie United, Paul, of course. You think now. he is? George Michael is You're now. You're claiming him. Of course. Talkie's You're claiming part, him, part yeah, of the yeah. Yellow Army. Yeah. He's a gull through and through. He's Talkie till he It was dies. originally called Careless Back Pass, <laughs> which is, tells you he was <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah. a Talkie Call me fan. good, call me bad. Yeah, well, <laughs> predominantly bad. Mainly bad. Yeah. yeah, call me anything you want to. Yeah. Anyway, so George Michael is now a Talkie fan because of that, in my right. mind. So you're claiming people I'm claiming, because... I'm claiming. So if people want to claim claim celebrities because of colours they've seen them in, yeah, you, you go for it. All right. OK, we'll add that to your agenda in the final hour. We've got a lot to squeeze in, but we'll do our best. So anyway, talksport.com forward slash H&J. You can text to 81089, tweet to TSH&J. 0371722344. Beyond that, we are interested to know, have you witnessed someone as a trialist that went on to make it? Um, yeah. When they were just trialist A or B? Or indeed, were you a trialist oh, back I'd in love the that. day? Yeah, yeah. And uh, who did you find yourself... Uh, playing against. How do you become a trialist, mm. Paul? I'd like to know that process. Well, I suppose it's just an opportunity for the club. I don't know. I mean, you're, you're obviously a good player. and um, you get invited? you get invited? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think you can just, you rock, just up. rock up. It's not like the X Factor. Mm. Not a great big long line of people around me, the I'm corner. I'm trialist K, yeah. Trialist yeah. K, I'm here. No, I think, I think uh, yeah, I mean, you do see some quality. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. So the birthday spread. Brilliant. Uh, well, we hope so anyway. I understand Andy has some technology oh, problems. No. Has he tried plugging it in? Turn it on and off. 
He's watching. Okay. He's what he is. He's watching the ashes and enjoying it. He can't okay. believe it. Yeah, I think he's got his feet up. He's got a can on, and he can't be bothered. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, while we await Andy's uh, uh, technology issues. Oh, yeah. Um, I think he tried to tweak them this morning. It sounds like it's gone pear shaped. Maybe Jeff like would like to tell us his toppers now. Yeah, get them out of the way. Get Less them out than the way. from one to ten. <laughs> um, he's not in the nerve centre today. He's, oh, he's gone over because he's he's the area manager. So he often goes abroad. They've got oh, an yeah. office over it's overseas. In Mexico. I think he's popped in over there. Hello, Jeff. Oh, he's taking the effect, weren't he? <laughs> yes, a very good your afternoon Mars. to uh, your... <laughs> how, how do I turn it off on my laptop? Oh, it did sound a bit tinny, um, Jeff. Yeah, it wasn't great, Jeff. I mean, yeah. you, I, I'm, we've got you here to keep score, but I think... Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Just, this is Andy, Andy logging back in again. Fantastic. He's just playing Horace Go Skiing. He was playing, <laughs> he's just having a game of Daily Thompson Decathlon. He's going to have to log off. Do, do you know what? Two years ago this mm. week, Charlie did his first birthday spread uh, and he won it. Uh, he's won back to back, including last week on the tiebreak. Yeah. It's twelve ten to Charlie in twenty twenty three. Unbeaten but overall, on YouTube, it's Jeff. Forty eight. Unbeaten yeah. on YouTube. You are. YouTube era. Yeah. Unbeaten in the YouTube era. But yeah. absolutely era. terrible on time difference. <laughs> yeah. Awful, yeah. No one cares about time difference. So it's a pretty simple game. I don't even know if we're playing it yet, but it is a pretty. Oh, he's there apparently. Oh, we're we're going to try the line. Um, good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon. Can yeah, you hear me? Beautiful. Yeah, it sounds all right. It sounds a little bit distant, but it's fine. It's good. It sounds good enough. We've, we've broadcast were worse. Um, what's the issue there, Andy? Uh, oh. <laughs> I've no idea. We tested it this morning, John and I. Everything was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Go back to do it again. Same problems as last week, so I can't yeah. tell you. Oh, but uh, we'll soldier on. Let's soldier good. on. Good, okay, not? we're going to soldier on. Ten not? birthdays. Andy has collated them. Uh, myself and Charlie have got to guess how old these people are. Uh, Charlie occasionally will smash the mic with his hand, <laughs> as he just did there. And, uh, yeah, we've got to guess the ages of these people. They're a margin of error, of course, that will build as we make these guesses. We won't get them all right. And it's the one with the shortest margin of error over ten guesses. That is the winner. Charlie's won two out of two. Mm. Um, and, uh, well, let's see what happens. Uh, we always have Sergio Mendes and Pele helping us out on the musical front. So, first birthday, please, Andy. Please, Andy. Oh, sorry, Jack. I'm having trouble hearing you. This is... Oh. <laughs> it's the first birthday. It's the actor Vin Diesel. Oh, yeah, Vin Diesel, yeah. Um, um, match in the queue for the toilets at Chelsea when he broke wind. Oh dear. It was eye watering and I believed it damaged my sinuses. It was so bad I put in a diesel emission claim. <laughs> That's good. Nice. That's fantastic. Nice. Nice. Yeah, you can make a few quid there. Oh yeah. Uh, sounds like a train whistle, doesn't it, down the line from Ibiza. Um Is it me or is it Paul? It's you, you kick us off, Charlie. Vin Diesel yeah. is forty nine. Yeah, I suppose he must be something like that, mustn't he? Forty eight. Six. He's, he's six. six. Say that again. <laughs> 56. Oh, 56. Okay. I was going to say, he's doing 50, well for 56. Yeah. Wow, there we are. Don't, uh, don't put unleaded in Vin Diesel, whatever you do. No, that's the last thing. Yeah, it costs you a fortune. You feel an idiot. What's, um, so what's the scores, Jeff? It's Paul 8, Charlie 7. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Paul 8, Charlie 7. Okay. Uh, next birthday, I'll lead us off. Andy. Andy. Okay. It's the actor David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. And I caught him outside Beyonce's house with a pair of binoculars. I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm on Baywatch. Oh, oh nice. 
Now, because Very of the good. issue we've got, were you hearing everything back that we've yeah. just said? We can't really react, apart from uproarious yeah. laughter. Great we, can't, we can't talk. You're going to have to be quite self-contained today, Andy, until we sort out the technology. So who was it? Was it David, David Hasselhoff? Hasselhoff. He's got to be getting on, hasn't he? The, the, the Hoff. Um, 73. 78. Oh. He is 71. Oh, seven, 71. Okay, so Jeff, what's that done to the scores? It's Paul 10, Charlie 14. Okay. That was a bad one, wasn't it? That was a bad one. Yeah, back to Charlie. Last week, the producer, I think in a week when I got about 60-odd and you oh, got 50-odd, yeah. the producer got 14. He was 14 yeah, out on 10 birthdays. No one checks, though, do they? He could, yeah, he could yeah, say he could what he wants. lying, couldn't he? Um, okay, Charlie, lead us off. Third birthday, Andy. Okay, it's the musician George Zoot Money. George Zoot Money. And he had a lovely habit, uh, George, of buying everyone in the band and crew a particular chocolate confection from Mr Kipling. Money makes the world go round. Mm. Very good. 82. Yeah, Zoot Money would be around that, wouldn't he? 85. One. He's one. He's one? He's one. He's 81. He's 81. Okay, not turning him up quick enough, really. We've had somebody who's six, somebody who's one. Um, so it'd be, be a lovely name for a baby, it would wouldn't it? Zoot it's money. It's like the sort of Harry Come on, Zoot advert version of uh, <laughs> lovely of little this. Zoot. And um, what, what's the scores, Jeff? Paul four out onto fourteen. Charlie one out onto fifteen. Ooh, okay, oh, it's nice. quite a tight game. Okay, good. birthday number four, Andy. Andy. It's the dancer and choreographer Michael Flatley. Oh. And uh, he's a very keen cricketer, actually, but a bit limited with the bat. He's only got one scoring shot off his legs, but he's very effective. He's known as Lord of the Glance. Oh, nice, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Uh, I've not seen his film. He's supposed to be interesting. He <laughs> plays a kind of uh, James Bond-like figure. Have you seen it? I've not seen it. I'd like to see it. Mm, yeah, so would I. I'd, I'd like to see it. Um, it? Okay. I'd say... Uh, <laughs> Flatly. Uh, yeah, I'm going to kick us off. Um, what is he? Sixty clickety click sixty six. No, I'm gone I too think old. He's a bit older. Oh, okay, seventy. <laughs> no, he's, he's sixty five. I oh. thought he was much younger. I was really surprised. Oh, okay. oh, okay. Jeff, I don't think that was worthy of a snorting <laughs> laugh. What's it being <laughs> fined out? Yeah, you? Yeah, I don't you. know, Paul. What's a bit? What's a bit tight? It's a bit gr- what's the, what's that down to the scores? Mealy mouthed. It's Paul fifteen, Charlie twenty. Okay, I was on okay, on 15, 15 before you got it spawned, did you think? No, I, I was on 14 before. Mm. I was one out. Uh, 15. Five out. <laughs> From nowhere. <laughs> okay. Unbelievable. Uh, what's next? Uh, take us in at half time. <laughs> it's the uh, inventor, Erno Rubik. Oh, yeah. Erno oh, Rubik. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, when I worked for him, my job was to make his tea. Very particular about the sugar that he used. No one else was allowed to touch Rubik's cubes. Rubik's cubes. Rubik's cubes. Recycled. Yep. Is it me? Is it? Or is oh it... no, Rubik. Yeah, it's, it's you, you, you Charlie. It's me. Is it? Yeah. Eighty-eight. He's got to be like that, isn't he? Up there, Rubik. Up there, isn't it? Ninety-two. Oh Ooh. no, uh, seventy-nine. Ooh. Oh, oh, blimey! <laughs> what a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing them. You're doing yeah, the snorting there, right? Apparently, that's well, the, that's, that's how we play the game. Apparently, let's put now. the cat amongst the pigeons as we go into halftime, Jeff. What are the scores? Paul, you were 13 out oh. on that, so you're now on 28. Charlie, nine out. He's on 29. One in it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Let's get back to the birthday spread. It's 29-28 currently, delicately poised. Um, I'm in the lead by one. We head into the second half with P- Pele and Sergio Mendes. Lost me pen. Lost me pen. And what's the sixth birthday? Uh, 
Thank Sixth you. birthday, Andy. Uh, it's the presenter, Fern Britton. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Not Fern Presenter, Fern author, Cotton. circus performer, singer, dancer, magician and comedian. You have to say Britain's Got Talent. Oh, that's very oh, good. Ah, very nice. Fern Britton. Is uh, it me or It's Paul? me. Um, 64. Uh, mm. 65. 66. Oh, okay. So Jeff is uh, live from Ibiza. Jeff, what's the scores? It's 30 all. Oh, what a game. What a game. Okay, into the seventh birthday. Here we go. Okay, in a change to the running order, Jeff, it's the rock guitarist Carlos Santana. Carlos Santana. And he's he's been having terrible trouble with his sat-nav in his car. He keeps taking him to the wrong address. I told him, you've got to change your evil ways. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. There we are. You know, One I of their songs. Deep that's a bit of sustain. Yeah. That's a bit of sustain. I, uh, years ago, I, a guy I used to know worked for uh, Fender. I think he went and took a guitar over to Carlos, and Carlos, in his hotel room, wanted to check the sustain on oh, this guitar. Check it out. So he played a note. And then looked at this guy I knew, just looked him in the eye while the note sustained <laughs> for what felt like about 10 minutes. And he just sort of looked at him and he was, and I think he said, Oh, yeah, I'm happy with that. It's fine. Oh, so he just, to... and he just had to keep eye wow. contact with him, with him nodding, mm-hmm. possibly mm-hmm. with him holding his head back and sort of, you know, I don't know. Anyway, it's all very well, Paul, but how old is he? His they mate, they is really it? were marvellous times, I can assure you. <laughs> 77. Um, is he, he's probably pushing that. I'd say he's a bit older. 81. 76. Got a black magic woman. <laughs> Not as old as I thought. Sorry, Carlos, if you're listening. Um, what's that down to the scores, Jeff? Charlie goes into the lead. 31. Paul on 35. Okay, wow. Well, okay. well done, Charlie. Back to, uh, back to me to lead us off. Okay, it's the sculptor William Pye. William Pye. And uh, we put on a show for him, actually, at our gallery, and he produced these amazing edible sculptures which mysteriously disappeared overnight. I had to hold a staff inquiry. Who ate all the pies? Ah, all the pies. There we are. Um, William Clive P- Vedmore's favourite uh, sculptor. Yes, one for the completest. Um, <laughs> what is, he's a sculptor, you say, William Pye. Yep. Okay, that's all we've got. Um... 82. Pie in the sky. 82. Something like that. Eight, I've no idea who he no, is. No, so I'm just going to stick with you and I'm going to say 83. Okay. He's 85. Oh, okay. okay. Little we, one we, chipped we, off. Not, not so bad. Well yeah, done, yes. Crawley. They're going off for tea. Well done, Crawley. Yes. 132. Well done. We'll get a tea report. Never in doubt, Andy, was it? <laughs> yeah, it's a typical crawly innings. He could have been out about fifteen. He could times. have been out, but he, he wasn't. Everybody wasn't. needs a bit of luck. Don't be, don't be churlish, Andy. Come on, he's he's batted very Come well. On, please, if he has a bit of luck, he's great. He'll make a hundred, but that's what he needs to make a hundred. He'll never make a chanceless hundred. Oh, yeah. All but, batsmen yeah. need a bit of luck. Andy. Second, second fastest Ashes uh, yeah. hundred in history. Fantastic. There we are. Needed a bit of luck. So, Let's go. what's that down to the scores, Jeff? Paul 38, Charlie 33. Charlie leads by five with two to go. Okay, 38, 33. Here we go, Andy. Next one. He was the composer of Mansfield Park, a film that came out in 2010. It's Jonathan Dove. Mm. Okay, yeah, yeah. Jonathan Dove. Dove. Specialising in American barbecue. 
His ribs are great, but his chicken wings are to die for. If I hadn't had them for a while, I find myself yearning for them. Oh, for the wings, for the wings of a dove. Very yeah. nice. Fantastic. For the wings of a dove. What do you think? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Two thousand and ten. Yeah. Sixty-two. Yeah, I would have said about that. Sixty-six. Clickety click. Sixty-six. Ooh, split down the middle. Sixty-four. Ooh, okay. What a tight okay. game this, Jeff. Where are we at as we go into the final birthday? It is a right ding dang do. Both two out. So Paul forty, Charlie thirty-five. Five in it. One to go. Paul okay, needs to be six go. either side. Six either side. Charlie, you lead us off as you're in the lead. Here we go, Andy. Final birthday. Never happy going in winning. The editor of London Review from 1992 to 2021, Mary K. Wilmers. Mary K. Wilmers. <laughs> and her husband had this habit of locking himself out of his own house. You could hear him knocking frantically at the door. You all right, Andy? You all right, Andy? Yes. What you actually want me to do, you guys? Oh, Wilmers! It sounded like you'd fallen over. It sounds like you'd fallen over. <laughs> That's a cool thought he'd fallen off the back of his seat. Get somebody around there. Get Reenie from next door to just look through the window, Reen. See if she's all right. See, I think she's had a fall. <sighs> she's had a fall, Reenie. Um, For 2021, wh- bing, bang, bong. I think she is 84. Okay, I will go 77. Mary Kay Wilmers is 85. Oh, yeah. Well, well played, Charlie. The hat trick. Very well played. Very Let's get nice. the final score from Jeff Peters. It's finished 48 to Paul, 36 to Charlie. It is three in a row. 13-10 he leads in 2023. And overall, Paul 48, Charlie 30. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. You mentioned earlier on, Charlie, uh, you're watching the Wham! documentary. Yes. You were claiming George Michael is a Torquay fan because... His stage outfits for... He chose yellow. He chose to wear yellow, yellow army. Of course, there he is in the goal. And we had uh, Will in Blandford was claiming a celebrity for his club, wasn't he? he? Yeah, David Attenborough always wears a pale blue shirt when filming for continuity purposes. Mm. Deep down... Big Coventry City fan, of course he is. He's got Attenborough cov all over. Sky blue all the way through him. Yes. Of course he is. Love. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show as it all unfolded. Uh, well done, Charlie. Three out of three. You're flying at the Pretty moment. Good point, You've mastered I'm enjoying this game. it. I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying my yes. form. So I'm off for warm weather training in Dubai to get better at the birthday spread. I'm going over with some coaches doing some personal work. So I'll be back next Thursday. Lovely. Charlie is with you tomorrow with Andy. So yep. do join them. Uh, uh, but for now, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? 
Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.